You are listening to Episode 17 of the Peaceful Mind Podcast. Welcome to the Peaceful Mind Podcast, a place for creating the peace of mind you need to be the best mom you are created by God to be. If you want to bring more balance, more joy, and more peace to your motherhood, this is the place for you. I'm your host, certified life coach and Catholic mom, Danielle Tienel. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, let's get started. Hi, Catholic Mamas. How are you? I hope you are doing well and had a nice holiday weekend. I am so excited about today's episode because many of you who are um, in my Facebook group, and if you don't know about it, it's called Crazy Awesome Catholic Moms. So come join us. And uh, when you sign up, I have you answer... Uh, a couple questions. I I have you answer what is like, tell me what is awesome in your life right now. We so want to focus our mind on blessings. And we also, you know, just want to share, we have a community to share what our current quote crazy is, what our struggles are, because when you come into community and a group and you're able to share and get feedback, what you learn is something that I did back in my, um, one of the very first podcasts is to know that you are not alone. And when you get to think that and believe it, it will bring on warm feelings and just give you this notion that we are all in this together. But today's episode is something that, again, I know that you are wanting to incorporate into your life because when you fill out those questions to come into the group, many of you, many of you mention that you are not making time for your faith and that you are wishing that, you know, you could spend more time in prayer or just looking for tips to work it in, or even that you're feeling guilty about not paying attention to it and wanting to be an example for your children. And I just want to offer you that it's, it's not as hard as you may be believing to get a morning routine and have it become not only like something natural and a habit to your life. But like myself, you just get to the point where you can't live without it and that you look forward to it. And whereas before you were just hoping to get like a few minutes in, now it's it's almost like I have to stop myself because I have to get on and get to my busy mom schedule for the rest of the day. So I know you know the benefits. You know the benefits of a daily devotional and a morning routine. But maybe you wish you had time in your schedule in the midst of being a busy mom, and it just doesn't seem realistic to take the time in the mornings to connect with God. Between making breakfast, getting the kids out the door for school or set up for homeschool, and being on top of your game, maybe for work, 
or just for the other responsibilities that you have that are important to you. And you're thinking, when would you possibly carve out the time for scripture, prayer, connection with God? Well, we need a faith-filled morning routine, even and especially if you're busy. So let me start by telling you the good news. It is absolutely possible for you to continue your crazy, awesome, awesome, busy life with effortlessly keeping God as your highest priority. It is possible. Can you imagine having plenty of time to connect to him, the source of all things wonderful, every day because of the way that you have organized your life? Well, prioritizing God That is what actually makes life work. And when you prioritize time with him in the morning, you'll find that a sense of peace and even ease will arise in you that you can better handle the rest of the day. And faithfulness to a morning devotional allows us to guarantee that we're keeping him in the forefront. The primacy of him is a concrete, effective way. It's a direct measure of how well we are placing God first in our lives when we take a look at our prayer life. And you know what? You can't outpray a busy life. And I've learned that putting God first offers the peace that I'm seeking so desperately, desperately to have within my busy life. Nothing else has to change in my schedule or my family. I love knowing this because I know you're thinking that there are things that you don't want to let go of, but nothing else has to change because when you take care of your relationship with Christ first and fill yourself with his divine wisdom, you're able to care for others from a place of abundance rather than scarcity or depletion, especially feeling that you have scarcity and depletion around time. And this makes a huge difference in how you're then showing up for your family. It's like a domino effect. We want so much to show up for our kids and our husband and be gentle and patient and peaceful. And, and yet, we, in order to become that mom that shows up that way, we actually need to put our morning routine of faith before that. And then it allows us to show up the way that we're wanting to. It seems backwards. It seems backwards to pause, prioritize, and make room for prayer when there are so many things that are pulling for our time and attention. What we can know is true though, is that when you place God at the center of your life, everything else falls right into place. That bears repeating. It is the very act of dedicating time every single day to pray to God and deepen your relationship with him that brings you all the desires for your life. You and I were busy in our motherhood journeys, but when you commit to carving out time first thing in the morning, and I'll admit like for myself, I consider first thing after I get up, get my bearings, you know, brush my teeth, wash my faith face. And I even, I even like to just do the initial kind of 
like clean up of the morning, maybe empty the dishwasher, make the beds. And then I feel kind of like, you know, more organized. And then I have can sit down for the prayer time. But what you'll find is you'll be amazed at the room that expands in your schedule, in your mind, in your heart, in your whole life when you do this. I didn't always have this space each day to connect with God. A few years ago, I didn't know that outside circumstances were not the reason for how I felt. I had a transformation that seemed awful and scary at the time, but turned out to be the biggest blessing. My whole life, I had prided myself in doing a lot of things. Multitasking was a noble endeavor after all. This is what I believed. And of course, I wanted to be a success at all the things I was doing. So I tried to juggle many things at once. I had said yes to a part-time job working outside the home. And I worked there a year and a half having no true drive and passion for that line of work that I was doing. But I felt a sense of obligation and investment to not quit. After all, others would be disappointed and let down. And I also was in the throes of motherhood with two teenagers and a preteen who were also juggling a lot, including school and gymnastics and ballet and basketball and this club and that activity, and not to mention their precious developing hearts as they were entering high school and dealing with life's growing stages of adolescence. And in addition, we were moving my older parents to be closer to us, which I was so grateful for. And we needed to do all that is entailed in a house move, including organizing the renovations that we were doing for our home. (laughs) Just because of convenience, we decided to renovate our basement at the same time as we were moving and doing renovations with my parents' new, new house. Because why not, right? That's what I thought. And My husband, he would never say anything to me, but I know he felt pulled from his own work to take care of family and home stuff because I was at work or dealing with contractors. And I love him for that, but I remember feeling just really behind and exhausted a lot. My usual ordered home and personal time to work out and taking care of myself was non-existent. As I, you know, tended to spreadsheets at night for work and tile selections by day in the midst of everything else. But don't get me wrong. I, I felt absolutely blessed and grateful to have a job, to have a husband who helps out so much, to have a home and the money to renovate and the joy of having my parents close to us to make it easier to care for each other. I had all the right reasons for doing all of the things but I had left what matters most out of the whole picture. I had left Christ out of it, and I put myself as the controller. I believed, I've got this. I'm good at this. I can do it, and even I'll do it better than anyone else. But the day never came where I felt satisfied and peaceful and happy about it all. In fact, the thoughts I was having about myself were destructive that I was failing, that I was not being a good mother, not a good wife, not a good daughter or employee. And worst of all, in my heart, I knew I had put my faith on the back burner. 
I don't get to take any credit for making any changes because I wasn't seeing it. So God had to intervene. And I believe his call to me came in the form of the flu because that was the beginning of it all changing for the better. I got the flu and I was bedridden and then it morphed into bronchitis. It was like 10, 14 days. (sighs) I was down for the count. Work still had meetings. Kids still needed to get to practices and house decisions still needed to be made. But I was now out of the picture. I was sleeping. I was recovering. I was being still. And in my waking hours, just thinking. It was from this stillness of mind and body that the Holy Spirit moved me to see things differently, to gain a new perspective and to make changes to my life that would forever change me for the better. It was subtle at first with small promptings. Then one day I returned to work and I booted up my computer. I can remember this like it was just yesterday. You know how when you're waiting for your computer to kind of like warm up and come on, you have those those pictures. And in my case, it seems to always be a picture of the beach somewhere, somewhere around the world. But I remember right as I was sitting there, quiet, slowly waiting for my computer to just, you know, pop up the password box on the screen. I heard the Holy Spirit direct me. Direct me to actually leave that job. I heard it in my heart. And with the full support of my family and eventually a life coach of my own, I totally transformed my priorities in a way that I then began to put a daily devotion to God first, then take care of myself so I could show up in a way for my family and life that was purposeful and fulfilling. I began by simply setting aside a manageable length of time to pray. I used to see prayer as another item on an already packed to-do list. But committing to a doable amount of time for prayer each day not only has me enjoying my time with God, but looking forward to this special time with just him and me. My journey to a peaceful life full of all I ever wanted began with the small daily tweaks in priorities and what mattered most to me as a mom. I finally learned and understood the role my mind played in it all. I knew I needed to relinquish control and let the controller of the universe be in the driver's seat. Yes, even with kids, a husband, a house to run, and a job to go to, I found a time, place, and prayer practice that works for me. It has become the only way for me to find the clarity of purpose and peace beyond all understanding that I was craving for in my life. So, what my morning routine looks like. First thing every morning, again, maybe after I get a few things kind of under my belt and feel a little settled, I dedicate some quiet devotional prayer and meditation time at my special spot in the corner of my bedroom. I bought a small couch that faces a window along with a cute pillow and a footstool and a comfy blanket. A small side table holds my Bible 
my Jesus Calling devotional, several books, my father Jacques Philippe kind of library, and countless other prayer books and prayer cards. I have some candles and some holy water and my tray of rosaries. I have the statues of Mary and the saints and a crucifix hanging on the wall nearby. There are candles to light and wooden hand crosses to hold if I want to. It's just a place where everything is already gathered and collected for me to use at my daily time and to use it spontaneously as well. I have been known to be drawn to this spot at a moment's notice outside of my morning time to just sit, pause, and pray. And my whole family is aware that this is mom's special spot too. I sometimes decide on going to the porch when the weather is nice, but it doesn't take much to just grab my stack and reading glasses and move them with me since they are already there and ready to go. And it wasn't always this way at first because starting small is the key when trying to form a new habit, but I now pray in many ways, which include conversational prayer, when I'm just in like this kind of rant of gratitude. I pray for others. I ask for blessings for myself. And I spend silent time just listening for what can be spoken to my heart. I also pray by reading from books, reading the Bible. I journal and I love to meditate on a scripture, just picking a verse. I also use my own 30-day path to a peaceful mind product that I created, that I use in my own coaching practice to make it easy and effective for others to have a prayer guide each day. And on the technology side, I do get a daily notification in the morning from the Holy Bible app. And I can pray the rosary, the divine mercy, the litanies, with the beautiful assistance of the Rosary Deluxe app. I love that thing. I signed up for emails to be sent to my inbox from PrayMoreNovenas.com. So sometimes at the beginning, sitting in silence for a few minutes, I stare at a lit candle. And sometimes I only do that and I get in an Our Father, a Hail Mary, and a Glory Be, and that's all I have time for. If it happens to be uh, a particular day that I have a lot on my plate. But the more I make an effort to be consistent, no matter how short of time you have, like the more life unfolded for me where I had the time to spend there. And God opens the way. He won't, he's not ever going to force you to stop and show up for him. It's, it's like, He's, he's beside you at all moments, but he gave you free will and he's not going to force you to stop. But when you do and, and you make an effort and you really want to have more time dedicated for your faith, he will show up for you and he will exponentially bless every part of your life because of the time and attention you are sacrificing for him. 
99% of the time, I have this time for prayer in the morning, which seems to start my day off right, but I never beat myself up if I don't do it. I note it, I move on, and I try to get some little prayers in as I move through my busy day. I know I've said on previous podcasts, all you have to do is say, thank you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Something like that throughout the day. You just have to whisper his name. And that is the least we could do to just put our attention there on what's important. I've never been one to wake up early before the rest of the family. So I just do it, you know, as soon as everyone is up and either off to school or settled into their day. I grab a cup of coffee and I head to my corner on the couch. And it has become such a thing in my household that my kids and husband know that if I'm going off to pray, don't disturb me. But sometimes they do. And if you still have littles, you know, I have teenagers now. So I I do want to put myself back in that place that, you know, maybe they could be on your lap. Maybe they are going to need your attention and you'll be pulled from it. But just know when they do interrupt that that's okay too. That God will note your effort. And it's my effort that counts and your effort that counts. And God understands our humanness and what's going on in our earthly life. So it started out small, but honestly, I can't get enough of it now. I often have to force myself to stop reading the Gospels or to say one more prayer card offering because I cherish the time that I spend seeking peace. So how can you set up your own faith-filled morning routine? First, take a look at any resistance you have to mornings in general. Because if you struggle with waking up early or sticking to a consistent routine, The solution can be as simple as changing how you're thinking about it. The next step is to set aside a predetermined time and place to perform your morning routine. You may need to be flexible some days, but just try to be consistent in where and when you show up for God. So third, decide what you'll do during that time. In addition to actually reading scriptures or saying a prayer, explore all the ways you can pray. The options are vast and the methods are personal. And here are a few options you could choose from or feel free to come up with and insert your own. Obviously, you can read the Bible, especially the Gospels. And say a rosary, maybe just a decade Uh, You know, use the app I suggested. I have two favorites, one, the Holy Rosary Audio, and the other one, Rosary Rosary Deluxe app, I think it's called. And, you know, if you have an adoration uh, at your church or your chapel, I know that I am lucky that my daughter's high school has a 24-hour adoration chapel. But what I've discovered lately is that you can even go on YouTube And just search adoration and you can like have it there displayed on your phone and you can even just have that adoration time with the blessed sacrament and like you can even have 
the candles that are beside it, you can see it flickering and it's just so, uh, it, it works. It works, especially in this time for us when, um, we might, might not be able to be connected with our church. So I recite from prayer cards and I love to spontaneously pray for others. I like to make gratitude lists and the novenas that I think I mentioned, which I, um, I have novena books, but I also, sometimes I have it through email that is delivered straight to my inbox. And that comes from PrayMoreNovenas.com. And I also attend daily mass. Well, I don't always attend daily mass, but you can, and it's very accessible. Um, that's at mass-online.org. Like you can pick on whatever day it is, a time that works for you. And, and this can, you know, help you. It's, it's going beyond your Sunday obligation and anywhere in the world. I mean, there's masses all around the world at all times a day that you can connect to through massonline.org. I know I always pray my favorite memorized prayers and, and then there's what I love, um, most in my faith-filled morning routine now is that kind of spontaneous, natural conversation where I'm just speaking to him from my heart. can also journal if you're a writer and then, you know, meditation. I like to concentrate on a word like peace, love, or forgiveness, or repeat my favorite scripture verse for a few minutes with my eyes closed or looking at a candle flame. Just having quiet contemplation, maybe saying nothing. Just try to sit in silence and just be still. Be still and know God. This last one is enough in itself sometimes. So last, like think through what obstacle you might encounter as you make this morning devotional a habit. Will you need to set an extra morning alarm? Will you need to go to bed 30 minutes earlier than normal? Will you need to let your family members know that you need some alone time in the morning? I don't know. Lock the door. (laughs) Just anticipate the things that will cause resistance to your new routine and plan and like how to overcome them. Just think about that for a while, even before. What strategies would you need to have in place to overcome any resistance or anticipate the things that might keep you from having this time. Because anytime we begin a new habit, our brains will look for any excuse to do things the old comfortable way. So be prepared and committed to that new plan. Because let's face it, some mornings, this morning devotional just isn't going to happen. And ideally, you can make time later in the day to connect with God. But even if you only have 30 seconds while you wait for your eggs to cook. You can offer what I call the please and thank you prayers. Just the two short prayers are simple, practical, and powerful. And they go like this, Lord, please guide my thoughts, words, and actions today to align with your will, and please make my crooked path straight. Lord, thank you for opening the way to my right health, my right wealth, perfect love, and perfect self-expression. I give thanks for them to manifest this day under your grace and according to your will. 
Not only do I gain peace and clarity in the mornings as I perform my devotional, but I feel lasting peace throughout the day as well. I am more in tune with what God wants for me. And because I've built up this habit of connecting with God, his son and the Holy Spirit, I have learned to take notice when I don't feel peace about something or when I need to pause, pray and seek a higher guidance. And you can always explore many ways to reconnect with God throughout your busy day. You can quietly contemplate Jesus's life while you're washing the dishes. You can recite a scripture while doing laundry. You can be fully present in a heartfelt conversation where you're both speaking from your heart and listening to the replies. That part is important. Listening to the replies. You could journal to him while waiting in the school pickup line. It can be five minutes of silent prayer as you nurse your newborn. It can be talking to God out loud while you're going for a walk. It could be listening to an audio version of the Bible while you're driving. Even just having the awareness to whisper his name, like I mentioned before, it's enough sometimes. There are so many ways to discover if you just do a little brainstorming on what works for you and your current life circumstances. Whatever works for you in your stage of motherhood right now is enough for God. Just, I would like to offer you to be committed. Be committed to maintaining a time for God, not just because you should, but because it will serve you so well. Soon you will get to the point where denying yourself time alone with him would be like denying yourself food or water or sleep. You will look forward to this time as an essential part of your day. And it's taken time for me to develop this habit. And I've learned to be flexible and compassionate with myself when I don't feel like it, which happens. And when I don't show up fully, which also happens. I would like to just encourage you to offer yourself some grace when that happens. That same grace when it just doesn't all go perfectly. Commit to yourself that if and when you fail, you will not quit and just start again. Because you'll now know the ease and joy that comes from continued connection with God. You'll find your burdens lifted, your schedule expanded, and your heart softened. You'll come to know for yourself that dedicating time to him has deepened your relationship and brought you lasting peace. And if you want one-on-one help creating your own morning routine, increasing your faith, or if you're just curious about what I have used to change my mind and start to create these things for my life, through the life coaching tools and principles that I have, then I would just like to invite you to take me up on my offer for a free 30-minute consult. During this time together, you'll experience life coaching with me, but most importantly, you'll be released, released from the pull of what it is that is keeping you stuck from being who you most want to be. And maybe right now it's something else, or maybe it's wanting to be committed to a faith-filled morning routine. Either way, it's free, it's fun, and I'd love to meet you. I hope I gave you something to think about. And if you enjoyed today's episode, 
please give me a rating and review. Have a beautiful and peaceful week, my friends. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Peaceful Mind Podcast. Are you ready to take everything I teach you here and put it to work for your own life? To really learn how to have peace of mind no matter what is happening around you? If so, I'd love to have you as a client. As your coach, this is where you'll get personal and focused time on your own mind using life coaching tools, concepts, and proven life-transforming wisdom, all through a faith-filled lens. To learn more about how we can work together, come on over to danielletienel.com. There, you'll see how to sign up for a free coaching consult and learn how to get started. Until next time, peace be with you always.